Welcome, it's Ladies in the Lead, and I'm your host, Joan Garner, and I am today with my son, Austin Garner. Happy birthday, by the way. Thanks. It's my birthday. We are recording this on my birthday. Birthday morning. Yes. 29. Yes. I can't believe you're 29. Same. That's good. And a lot of you are like, oh my gosh, a male voice on Ladies in the Lead. And I've always said, like, we would probably never have men, but... For those of you who don't know, Austin is my audio producer, and he has been such a key to allowing me to do this because I didn't know how to take interviews and take it into production. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to do a review on season two because you've listened to it (laughs) so many times. You know, I think I may have listened to it more times than you have. That's true. And, you know, this season has been such a great season. There's been so many good guests, such growth throughout the entire time. Um, And, you know, going into the holidays, it's a great time to just look back and, you know, chat about what's going on. And chat about what's going on. And give you all, give all of our listeners just a little bit of insight as to how it all happens and how it all works. And so uh, we started off season two with Ava Noonan. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ava is just a powerful young lady who I was just thrilled to get to talk to her. When I went up there, it was right during their sale season. Her dad was putting on a sale. It was just getting started. It feels like ages ago. It does. Like like it was what, like 10 weeks ago we started season two. And she just had corgi puppies. Do you remember we talked about that? Oh, yes. I am hopeful all of those corgi puppies. They did. I saw her. Okay, good. But what I loved about Ava was just the commitment to family in how they worked together so much. It wasn't like my project was just mine alone. Her sister, she has two hand sisters, and how they just put it all together. I don't know, what what do you remember from the episode? Yeah, that was kind of the biggest thing, you know, when I look back at the season, it was such a cool thing to have both younger interviews and older interviews. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Ava getting to talk a lot about leading through the family and, you know, kind of showing us how there are multiple opportunities to take those steps forward Mm -hmm. and to, you know, really kind of showcase your skills. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, these big, expansive, grand projects, which she obviously will be doing in her future. (laughs) But that's absolutely going to be a thing. Sometimes it's just, you know, taking those steps in the barn. Mm -hmm. And Her um, daily commitment, like going out at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And now you showed cattle, and we had, so you understand that. Would I have ever let you take in a steer out of the barn or the cooler at 3 in the afternoon? I hope not, because I have been in class. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, no, I mean, like, I didn't even cross my mind that they would take and run that steer in the dead heat of the afternoon to get mm-hmm. it heated up to turn it around and recool it off. So, I don't know. It was it was a fun... It was, like, for me, I was like, oh, my gosh. And we had so many listeners come back and were like, did they really say 3 in the afternoon? And I was like, yeah, 3 in the afternoon. Right. And I checked with her dad, and that's... God honest truth, they do that at the three of the afternoon. Right. It's just one of those yeah. things, you know, when I kind of reflect back on my show experience, there's so many things now that even like James did that yeah. we didn't do necessarily. Yeah. And so to see the evolution still of, you know, what is kind of at that front edge, what yeah. is really gonna get you the next level. The next mm-hmm. level. It what um, it takes. Yeah. That is it now that I've kind of stepped away from stock show a little yeah. bit. Um, it's a really good opportunity for me to, you know, reflect back on my own time showing yeah. and see what's new and what's yeah. What's All right, on. moving on because we had Ava and we reran her episode and it's still one of the most popular oh, episodes absolutely. that we had. Yeah. It was, was really great. good. She, she was, was really good. Yeah, we moved on to Molly Mormon and Molly was somebody I wanted to interview because she helped me 
from the get-go mm-hmm. make that logo. Remember yes, when I we know. were trying to define it and like trying to create it and I mean, I don't know if you were in on it as much then when I was trying to do that, but Molly was such oh. an influential part. <laughs> it's your dog part. It is. Um, yeah. It, is the dog part. Um, it was such an influential part in getting in in instilling the belief in me as to that this platform has a voice and was needed. Mm-hmm. She was one of the first people I reached out to when I had the idea and said, "Can you help me do this?" and she was like, "Absolutely. We need this. I can't wait to help you get it created." And so, I took a lot of from that episode just gratitude that she was a yes person and that she was developing we recorded that in the pouring down rain in a machine shed versus iowa state and i bet audioly when you heard that you were like mom you know what a nightmare you know (laughs) only once did i say that it was that episode but the audio quality was perfect it ended up working out fine you know, it just—it was a little extra work on my side, but the interview itself, absolutely worth it. Molly is such a great individual. She was so fun, I'm sure, to get yeah. to talk to. Um, and, you know, we have to be really thankful for her to be that one of those initial yeses yes, to because get us on this track. Had she been a no, like, that may have deterred me. Exactly. And so I just take that from the episode of that when you are approached mm-hmm. with somebody's idea or you're approached with an opportunity to be uh, i don't know like the beginning help or something yeah be open to it like i just thought that was so powerful and she was so powerful in that so that was really good right you never know what ideas you're shooting down when someone comes to you and you you know right initially are that no right sometimes you just you just have to be that yes right and so she was so my yes and so i hope people take that and really just remember, try to be a yes for somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if it's a good idea. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the first <laughs> like, part. That's the important part. Yeah, like try to be a yes, but it's a good idea. But thank you, Molly. I'll never forget that. Absolutely. I'll never forget that. Third out of the gate was Shay Becker. Now, you probably don't know Shay. I don't. I okay. didn't know Shay. Going because she, you know, was in the pig world. Yeah. And for her, what I remember about that was just... Her willingness to say yes to me to obviously do the interview, but her, like, she's got a lot going on. She, she is a she pharmacy really student. She's a full-time athlete at the University of Iowa. She is got these pigs, you know, and mm-hmm. she just came out of that huge win out of the Iowa State Fair. And not just, you know, this one summer, but, oh, yeah, exactly. but I just loved how she had it all together. Like, she was just composed and focused, and it was – and she had made some really – I thought it was really interesting, some really hard choices coming out of high school that a lot of people don't make until they're ready to go into young adulthood. Yeah. Her, obviously her background's agriculture. She would have naturally probably wanted to go to Iowa State, you know, to you follow think, that. Right. But she knew she had to follow a career choice, a pharmacy, and go to the University of Iowa, break away from probably mm-hmm. what would have been easy. Right. And I think that just shows her edge so much. You know, it was just so interesting to talk to her about it all and when I went down there, I didn't know she was on the row team. And I oh, was like, exactly. did you know? I mean, like, I, I mean, did you even know that was a full-time thing? No. So yeah. I went to Drake and I knew Drake had a rowing team. Oh, Drake has a rowing team? Yeah, they do. They practice on the Des Moines River going okay. up and down. Yeah. Um, but like, it is, it's really difficult for me to wrap my mind around all of the, the plates she has to keep in the air yeah. and just be so successful at every single one of them. Um, and she, I mean, and I'm not saying that she is, I mean, there's a lot of pressure to be. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But she gave up her entire summer last summer to just focus in on the pigs. And I thought, 
you know, there's so many goals that are worth it in mm-hmm. life. And she dedicated that time. And she said, like, it was a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. And she, but she was rewarded with that work. And I was so proud of her. And I... I think about her like on some of these cold mornings when she's out rowing. <laughs> Not today, obviously, since it's winter time. But yep. and I can't wish her but nothing but the best. Oh, and absolutely. I hope and I bet you ten dollars she goes back into the ag pharmaceutical world somehow sure. and gets back in there. Oh, there's lots yeah. I mean, when you think about all of the genetic opportunities and all of the vet opportunities. Yeah. And, and just the pharmaceutical development. Right. It's just there's it's, yeah. no reason that ag can't be a like still a key focus for or her, a key yeah. part of her life going forward. Yeah, and she's gonna be great. Okay, next we went to Casey Anderson. Now, this one has a little personal touch to me because Casey is um, you know, does the Governor's Charity Steer Show. Yes. And you were in the Governor's Charity Steer Show. I was. It was my second year showing that we got to do the Governor's Chair. The Governor's Charity Steer Show with yeah. Toby, oh, Semental Steer. Oh, so, he was such a sweetheart after eight weeks of getting him broke. <laughs> Maybe he was 10. In, I don't know. He was Might in, have been 11 weeks. I don't know. Well, and, you know, I think Casey was shocked, first of all, that I asked her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was a referral from Janelle Clemish. Yep. And um, I went up there and recorded at her home. And, gosh, we hit it off. Like... She oh, is absolutely. one of those people. I don't know if you could tell in the interview, like we were super chatty and like I could really hit it off with her. But what I love about her, if you remember, it's about her and Brandon and they were just getting started and they were trying to, you know, focus in. But I think a lot of times we forget what leadership we offer in our professional work, mm-hmm. like through her, you know, the philanthropy that she's able to do through stock show. And then with her passion for what she's doing on the farm, how that makes such an impact. And Casey really showed for us that, that I think that focus and that like, that these two worlds can come together. And she didn't really see herself as like the national Supreme um, heifer, but she went to nationals and competed Mm -hmm. in the events and did it. She just did stock show different. And it was really, I don't know if you remember that, like, just kind of those things, talking to her about it. Well, it was just such a, it, you know, it seemed like we talked to a lot of exhibitors. Yeah. Right? And, you know, it was so refreshing to hear that there are other opportunities to be involved mm-hmm. in stock show that aren't necessarily, you know, walking the calf out in the ring or, yeah. you know, getting out and running the cat, running the pigs or anything like that. There is ways, mm-hmm. you know, through those side events, you know, through these other opportunities to still participate in stock shows, still be a part of the hobby and the industry itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes you just may have to think just a little bit differently. And it was interesting to hear that, uh, that kind of not even flip side of it, but just like the whole different coin of what she was doing. Yeah. That was a fun interview. I really enjoyed Casey and Casey um, had uh, revealed to me that she'd actually tried to start a podcast. Oh, did she? Um, about maybe a year and a half or two years ago Mm -hmm. and you know how i had said like how molly said yes to me she kind of had somebody who had said no to her and so it didn't work out but now i see she started a blog and an online blog and i i said to casey during that interview i'm so glad we met because you know it's just inspirational to hear that somebody else is trying things and she was inspired that i was trying things and and so i wish her the best of luck with her blog and you can follow along and you know watch what her and Brandon are trying to do and some of the struggles that a young 
new couple in the cattle industry or, oh, you know, absolutely. going through or some of the successes. Yes. So Casey, oh, I can't wait to see her again. I'm absolutely. Gonna give her a big, she's the best haircut of anybody I've, <laughs> I wish, I wish you could see her haircut. I should, I should give her a picture sometimes. <laughs> Still, I tell her this all the time. Best haircut. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Next was Brooklyn Curtain. And you weren't there for the recording, but this was like, um, Brooklyn and I were in her kitchen and yep. this, my computer uh, died right at the end of the first 45 oh, minutes of recording. I, I, I mean, I looked over text. and it goes, bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> I, I do remember the text that I got. And so. I felt so bad for Brooklyn. I was like, and we were doing everything possible to like plug it in and try to save yeah. it. And I would text you and like, how do I save a file? And you were like, that was more of the learning curve part <laughs> that I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Brooklyn, I, uh, I, I really like, she came through and like we did the interview again and she just was so insightful. I love, she's, that, that like young lady has a mm -hmm. lot of work. Like they do a oh, lot of work. absolutely. Yeah. And the success that they have in the ring, my gosh, I mean, you, I was talking to her about her, you know, daily commitment to it and, and just the amount of time in the barn. But also the thing I got from her was just that laser focus on how, like, she, I remember her saying that she can be aggressive in the show mm -hmm. ring. And I said, well, what does that mean? Like, you know, and she goes, well, if you're going to cut me off, I'm going to cut you off. And it made me think to myself, you know, like sometimes ladies are taught, well, that's not kind. That's not polite whatever. And she didn't look at it like that. She looked at it like we are all out here to win. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to do everything. And I'm not doing it. She's like to be mean. She goes, I'm doing it to, um, I'm doing it to give myself the best possibilities. Oh, absolutely. and I yeah, left that interview going like, wow. I, you know, I never, it, it, I'm glad that that stereotype of girls need to be nice and be, it, it, leave right. me. and I think Brooklyn shows us just continues to show us that edge and she is focused in laser focused in and she has what it takes to you know take it to the next level and they want to take it to the right, next level exactly and it's and it's really exciting yeah it's yeah. a good reminder that mm -hmm. stock show it's a competition it is you know it's mm -hmm. it's a moment out there where you're competing against another individual mm -hmm. another individual stock mm -hmm. and you know sometimes there are those competition moments Mm -hmm. um, and you know you don't necessarily have to shy away from them mm -hmm. um, and it's a good reminder that you know we talk a lot about how fun it is how much growth there is but it's it's a competition out there too you know mm -hmm. people are competing they're putting their time and energy yeah, there's a lot of and money going into and it money yeah. into these stock shows so it, yeah. you don't necessarily like have to be afraid of getting out there and competing on yeah. top of in Brooklyn it really put I was just like it was just a great reminder for me, like, I'm, and I'm so glad she said that. Like, I'm just so glad. Because for me, I was like, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean you're not kind. It doesn't mean you're not. It just means we are. We're, we're out here to win. Yeah. yeah we're going to exactly. do it. Yeah. And it was good for me. Um, Brooklyn is going to start student teaching Very at West exciting. Branch hey, there in you this go. spring. And it'll be so fun to see how that goes for her. Nice. I was excited. She, um, you know, she's got a lot to offer. I said, I hope you don't get asked. Are you one of the students? No. <laughs> Everybody gets asked oh, that. That's so yeah, funny. And she was so patient and so kind to like record twice. So oh, I really appreciate her sitting on there. It would have been easy for her to say, you know, we just sat here for two hours. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you doing yeah. that re-record. Yeah, I know. And then you got it. You didn't even know because when you got the file, it was like, oh, it worked but, out yeah. slick. It worked. And out. then we had Cassidy Moore. 
okay, Cassidy Moore came over here and sat with me at this kitchen table, which we're like doing now. Mm. And I tell you what, we could have talked for three, four hours. Yes. I know. You could tell. Like, Because <laughs> when you got the episode, I was like, I'm sorry, Austin. We got really chatty and like... But she started off telling us that story about how she was at Kansas City in the trailer mm-hmm. line, and she got out and she stopped traffic and oh, was like, that "Funny, story. yeah." Like that she was, was like one. this. She was like, "Looky here, <laughs> sir. Do you know how come we've been sitting in this trailer lot for like six hours?" And right, she literally got out of the truck and was directing, and you know, just I, I just, I just cracks me up. It's like cracks me up because so many people. And I think this is her edge. So many people just take the status quo, right? Yeah, and, they do. And Cassidy's sitting there going, doesn't anybody else think that this is ridiculous? <laughs> like, that this we're not moving. I'm no. getting out. You know, right. like, yeah. I'm doing something. <clears throat> and with her involvement now at the state fair level and her involvement in volunteering still at the Jones County Fair and then, you know, coming back into the state level and taking on that assistant superintendency role, that's a big responsibility. And I am so proud of her for continuing to do that because, you know, she's finding a way to stay involved mm-hmm. without having the physical, like, exactly. animal. You know, right. just another, another like you said, another side of the coin. And Cassie is an advocate. She's well-spoken. She's strong-willed. Oh, absolutely. She, it, and it was so fun to hear that episode and then it was really fun for you to edit that because when you got the episode back you had changed right that order so that whole kansas city story happened before you actually introduced um introduced cassidy and so i think i texted you i'm like so here's what we can do we can either (laughs) cut that entire thing out of this incredible lovely story um that what you had just talked about or we can kind of mix it around, you know, move things. And I think it ended up working out great. Uh, it was. That story is after the outro. So you have to make sure you listen all the way through yeah. before we ended up putting it. It was our first time to listen to the... Yeah, a little bonus content at the end there. Yeah, good editing. Yes. I, I remember texting you going, oh, I think that was our best editing episode ever. <laughs> it was. It turned out really, really well. I really liked it. Yeah. See, sometimes when I send off the raw data to Austin, I don't know what that's going to sound like until yeah. I'm like hearing it back for the... like we work together to post it and release it. And so when I was listening to it, I'm like, that was really good. (laughs) That was really good. I was like excited about that. All right. Mallory Knapp was next. Yes. And I met Mallory up in her mom's um, Christmas or her mom's antique shop. Mm -hmm. And we recorded in this back room and Mallory and I had such a nice, I, I mean, just this, just really, I just think this great conversation about finding your way and f- developing your strengths. And she had talked about, like, she didn't really feel like she had a strong stock show right. youth. Yeah, like, exactly. she had some Angus cattle and whatever. And then she didn't really know what she wanted to do or how she wanted to do it. And she went to Blackhawk and she started that judging. And mm-hmm. I remember her talking about when she didn't get chosen to go to the, uh, like, World Pe- Pork Expo or something, some hog judging right. part. And she said to the, the, that her coach was like saying to her, I'm sorry, Mallory, you're just not there yet. And she said, instead of taking that as a, a no in your mm-hmm. life, she said, I will work even harder and I get it. I'm not ready. And to self-recognize that and to own that and then to develop from there, I thought was really powerful. It's really cool. Yeah. Because again, like you said, that's a no. That could be yeah. something that 
you know, you'd say, all right, I understand. Um, I'm good. And just kind of walks away from it. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, she found the, she kind of found the yes within that no. Yeah. Right? That she wasn't, found it within herself. Right. Like, really. Exactly. And, you know, I, I was really inspired because like you said, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, backward, like direction kind of leading her into stock show the entire way. Mm-hmm. There were plenty of opportunities where, you know, she, I, I, honestly believe that she always enjoyed being in stock show yeah it sound it absolutely sounds like she loves loves doing it now oh yeah um well i think she found Cade, you know and right. together they love doing it she talked to about how her whole world was in stock show like they would go boating they would go camping you know and she came from a, a split family so she had both sides of influence on it and um yeah it was just fun to and then now her passion for her family with Cade right. and how much they are really honing in on donors and, you know, small but powerful. Right. And exactly. I just saw her at the at the show at Kirkwood and gosh, you know, one of those heifers out of that sale was third overall in the in the main Angus division. Mm-hmm. And I mean, God, you gotta be pretty proud of that. Oh, absolutely. And Kate they and are I, yeah. And you yeah. and Kate went to Kate and I went to high school together. He yeah. is I think just a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so we're friends on Facebook. So I get to see all of their like yeah. livestock that wins. I swear they post some kind of winning animal about yeah. once every week, once every two weeks or so. So <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll see how they yeah. can go on. But yeah, it was really fun to get to know Mallory and I've seen her a couple times and they're little baby girls. I so know. cute. In- so so cute. cute. Yeah. And it's fun to get to hear her talk about Cade, you know, because we grew up with Cade right. and to get to talk, you know, as his wife and as his best friend and companion. Mm-hmm. And, and it was fun. I saw Cade and I said, have you listened to the episode? And he said, no. Cade. <laughs> Here's your, here's your call out, Kate. Yeah, here's your call out. <laughs> All right. And then we ended it with a two-part series with Candy Schminky. Oh, this one was incredible. Oh, it was such a good episode to listen to. Okay. I, first of all, was a little fan odd <laughs> at Candy. Um, she, it just, and the, the, the way that her, she was able to share her story and the way she was able to share about you know, her health. Right. But her, I, I'm still fan. I'm a little fanned out, but geeked out by her. Um, because she's just such, so humble, so kind, so, mm-hmm. but so renowned. Oh, absolutely. Across the country. Like our Facebook blew up. Our it likes did. blew up. The comments blew up. I mean, just because Schminky Genetics posted about it on their site and people were like, ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun to feel that love come back to her. Didn't it you? Was. I mean, that episode was just so good. Oh, it was, I think you sent over, I think your entire conversation ended up being like two hours and 45 minutes or something yeah. like that. So, mm-hmm. like, by far the longest thing that yeah. you had sent over. Normally, to we me. shoot for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, normally, go yeah, like, like 38 the, to 45. It's like, like an hour, like 50 minutes of yeah. raw, and then we edit it down, pick all the best stuff. Um, this <laughs> one, it was like two hours and 45 minutes. And I bet I cut. Maybe, maybe like two minutes of silence and yeah. ums and uhs. And that was like basically it. We ran that thing basically straight through. And Candy was, oh, she was such a good interview. Yeah. Like you could really tell she was comfortable in the yeah. within the conversation itself. And she got done and she we didn't record this part. But she's like, I just felt like I talked to my best friend for like the last. And I said, me too. And, oh, and, and I think she makes everybody feel like that. I oh, think she sure. has this way of drawing people in. And, you know, I just, we talk about ladies in the lead. I just don't think, like, she has been a lady who has been leading 
Oh, exactly. For generations and still will. I mean, her legacy is going to linger forever. And she's still actively judging. And we talk about like she's kind of like out of it. Oh, oh no. no. She's, actually, mm. she's out there judging no. big yeah. shows yeah. across the country. And, you know, it was it was really exciting to get kind of a, like a really big name mm-hmm. into the podcast. Which is so funny because I went to um, Badger Kickoff and I was like, some of my pe- my people over there were talking to me mm-hmm. and they were like, I go, do you guys listen to Candy Schmiggy? Do you know who she is? And they were like, no, I never heard of her. And I was like this, what? what? Huh? <laughs> I'm like, but that shows you the power of when we choose our guests, how wonderful it is because we're discovering these people. Oh, exactly. New to some, old friends to others. And it's just so fun to mix it up. That's why I like doing all four species, not just focusing oh, in like yeah, cattle. I mean, I, I know like it's easy for me to do that, but it's like I love to mix it up because it's like we're just making new friends and new acquaintances. And I hope the audience, I think the audience feels that. Like I, feel, I, I think, think yeah. they do. I think that, yeah. you know, our guests late over this last season and even throughout this entire podcast, absolutely incredible. Yeah. So strong. You know, we've had, you know, like exhibitors we've had these huge judges we've had um such a wide array yeah of like mentors people. like i think carmen smith you know like how she mentors and right. we've had volunteers and then we've had like molly she's also doing some marketing and she's yeah. doing trying to incorporate her say you know like mm-hmm. every aspect somebody has this little aspect you know exactly that's the that's the power of i think what we're trying to do is is showcase that it's ladies in the lead is not just holding a halter or no. a whip or bracing that sheep. It is so much more than that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, that wrapped up season two. And then we had a couple weeks where you and I decided we needed a break. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Because it takes, it takes what, like three hours for you to audio? Rec- it it like, depends. Like so, three to four hours. Yeah, depending on how long the episode is. But we, I was looking back. We had basically gone straight through since episode one. Yeah, since we July had not, 21st. We hadn't taken a break in, what, like 12 weeks, something like that? Or even so, more, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, you know, a little break, well-deserved. Um, this uh, yeah, I even recorded. It's going to be great. Yeah, a little break afterwards might be nice yeah, too. I, I was just telling you, I already have season three. I've got it booked. I'm recording this week for season three, and I'm super excited. I'm super excited. And you guys, I don't want you to think just because we're having a break that the momentum isn't here. We're working hard behind the scenes, and I had a really, you know, just a big push of sales of the sweatshirts and um conversations and just aligning things just takes a little time Mm -hmm. sometimes to get things all in order so that we can make the next push come out um you know in our first year because i had the idea on january 27th oh that's like the start of this whole thing right i can't believe just the reception of the platform the conversations the people that have helped me help you like hey like i didn't like this was a limiting factor for me trying to figure out how to create this content and then get it into a thing and i said to you like i was trying to do this and you're like well mom i know how to do that and i was like yes (laughs) i paid we like went to college and we learned this and i was like and then for you to say yes to me i mean i know it takes away from you and your family 
I mean, I don't know. What do you think? We're getting better? I think we're getting better, you know. Yeah. I kind of, I listened back to those first couple episodes. You know, I was still rusty. Yeah. It was your first time doing those interviews. I think we've really kind of picked up a lot of steam, especially through those last five episodes. Yeah. You know, the interviews are only getting better. I hope so. The content is only getting better. The sweatshirt sales only getting better. Yeah. Check out the merch at the merch store. <laughs> we don't have a merch store. Check out the I'm merch on Mom's face- Facebook. <laughs> yeah, That's we have a is. website where we're working Christmas vacation. Like Becca's coming home, she's helping me with that. It's just a, you know, there's so much right. to think about. It, yeah. There's a lot of moving parts, but you know, the main point is not been lost amongst yeah. any of us, right? It's highlighting these women that yeah. are out there in this industry that we all love, um, and yeah. it's you know telling their stories. And I think that over this last six months. I think we've done a really good job of telling those stories. I and I am so excited to hear the next six weeks, six months of stories. But you that can't wait to, to hear what I have to say. I know. I'm ready. <laughs> I know. Well, um, you know, I just appreciate, too, just all the time you put into it and how you make it so good. I'm just telling you that. Like, you make it really good. Like, I'll I'll text him after an episode comes out. And I'll be like, okay, I think that was your best audio <laughs> production because I, I know there was a door slam or I know there was a, right. you know, whatever. And I'm like, so for those of you who listen um, to it and just, you know, you don't hear the um, so you don't hear me go a chew or sneeze <laughs> or something. It's just, you can thank Austin for all <laughs> that. Yeah. And he gives me such good feedback, too. Like, he tries to, you know, Mom, I think that was good. I like your direction, that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So um, it's been fun. So thank you for that. All right. We are going to wrap this up. Couple, uh, you know, just a couple ideas for the new year. I think we have, I think, season three, I'm going to call it The Drive. Ooh, I like it. I haven't told you that. No. Like, I haven't told you that. And so um, I'm like, and I'm excited about that. Nice. And so we really still encourage people, like if you have somebody you want to recommend to us as somebody who would yes, be... let us know. Yeah, let us know. Reach out on Facebook. Of course, it's Ladies in the Lead. You can uh, like us and follow us there. Joan Garner, we're still using both. We're trying to get people over to yes. Ladies in the Lead. And of course, if you know Austin personally, you could always reach yeah, out to him. Yeah, let me know, obviously. Yeah. Um, check out the sweatshirts on the Facebook page, too. They're very nice. Yeah. We are giving someone in my friend group a sweatshirt for Christmas. Shh. What? I will not tell that person who they are, <laughs> but they are great sweatshirts. I yeah. love them. You merch people are awesome. I love it. I love people who like to support the platform that way, yeah. and it's so fun. And we do have, um, I'm not going to reveal too much, but we have a new style coming Ooh, out. No It'll spoilers. Be, it's kind of going to be catered more towards the guys. Perfect. But I like to wear it already. So. Nice. Anyways, yeah. Um, I just want to wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas. Yes, absolutely. And I look forward to the new year because we're going to be back, yep. full go, I hope you're ready. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Thanks for listening, you guys. That was an awesome episode of Ladies in the Lead, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen to it. I want to thank Austin Garner for being my audio producer. I'm your host, Joan Garner. I want to encourage you to check out Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Ladies in the Lead, and you're going to want to like and follow along. Of course, you can always check out shestockshows.com to see uh, any updates or if you need to contact me, or you can use my Facebook, Joan Garner. We'd love to have feedback and we'd love to hear from you all. You guys have a great week. We'll see you out on the road.